Let's talk about something that affects all of us ladies, hormones. Because let's face it, when your hormones are out of whack, life can feel like a roller coaster. Well, say hello to Hormone Harmony, the ultimate solution for women of all ages seeking balance, crafted by Happy Mammoth. But what sets Hormone Harmony apart? Well, it's not just another supplement. Happy Mammoth, the company behind Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. Plus, Hormone Harmony contains science-backed adaptogens that help your body adapt to hormonal changes, ensuring you feel like yourself again. Hormone Harmony is an all-in-one hormonal balancing solution designed for women of all ages. So whether you're in your 20s dealing with PMS or in your 40s and beyond facing menopause, Hormone Harmony has got you covered. For a limited time, you can take 15% off your first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BLACKGIRLFLOW at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLACKGIRLFLOW for 15% off your order today. If you know me and Lexi, you know that we are both quite the bookworms and we've got something exciting to share with you all today. Have you ever found yourself overwhelmed by the endless options at the bookstore, unsure of what to pick up next? Well, we've discovered a game changer, Book of the Month. This isn't your run-of-the-mill book subscription. It's like having a book-loving friend handpick your next literary adventure each month. Trust me, their selections are always spot on. And this month, I can't wait to dive into Real Americans by Rachel Kong. What makes Book of the Month stand out? It's the simplicity. No more decision fatigue at the bookstore, just a curated selection of top-notch reads waiting to sweep you away. Lexi and I had a blast picking from a variety of genres, from pulse-pounding mysteries to heartwarming romances. But what truly won us over is their dedication to quality and fun. With just a handful of selections each month, they prioritize the joy of reading over endless options. Every book is a gem waiting to be discovered. So fellow book lovers, it's time to level up your reading game. Head over to bookofthemonth.com and use the code PEDALS to snag your first book for just $5. Trust us, your bookshelf will thank you. Welcome to the Black Girl Flow podcast, a space dedicated to creating conversation that pushes us to be in alignment and at peace with ourselves and the world around us. We are about cultivating joy, growth, and success in our life, love, and identity. So join us as we find our flow. We are your hosts, Liv and Lex, two 20-something-year-old black girls working every day to be in flow, and we want you along this journey with us. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Black Girl Flow podcast. We hope that you all are enjoying what feels like the last couple of days of summer. Um, It has been hot. It's been so hot. I thought it was hot a couple months ago, but like it's really, really hot. So I really do hope folks are hydrating and just enjoying the insides a little bit more than the outdoors. For sure. And for those of you that don't know, we always like to start off our show with a quick little pulse check. And boy, oh boy, do we have a pulse to check. I know. (laughs) Y'all, we have gotten so much love, feedback, conversation, discourse (laughs) over the past 
episode that we dropped that discussed how it is living um, as best friends and roommates. We like went viral on TikTok. I know. And y'all, we really don't do this for that. No. That's for sure. And you know, we love making content around what we talk about. So we had to roll out the bestie content with the roomy episode and y'all had some thoughts. It was like half everyone being like, oh my gosh, I lived with my best friend and that's like the greatest experience ever. And then the other half was like, oh, it's only been, you know, four or five months. Like you guys just wait. Everything's going to collapse. And But then it was my favorite because it would be those comments that then at the end it would be like, but best of luck to but you. But best of luck to you though. And I was just like, yo, it was funny because we weren't, Lexi didn't even want to release the TikTok. I, it's not my and favorite. She was like, I, I was like, okay, quick post. And then, of course, that's the one that went viral. So, if you haven't followed us on TikTok, this is a sign to follow us on TikTok and it's join in it. on the discourse mm-hmm. of whether it is okay to live with your best friend. And it is really in these moments that I'm so grateful I have somebody to like yeah. share in that moment with. Um, because it's like, we process things in two vastly different ways. So it's like, so funny that I'm like, LOL, that's so funny that somebody said that. And you're like, "Mm, I feel like that was shady. And I was like, you read that as shady? It was so shady. I was like, yo, it's time for me to clock in on my Finsta account and just start (laughs) beating people up in the comments. But that was really cool. Cause like I've, I enjoy making TikTok content and obviously they're, you know, they're people that enjoy seeing that kind of stuff too. So So would you say that that was simultaneously like the highlight and downturn of your week? Yeah. Yeah, I would say that. (laughs) And I mean, I'll probably get into more on Weekly L's. Y'all also need to subscribe to us on YouTube because this week felt really weird for me. I think there were like high highs and And then low low lows. Like one of the lows being that I found out that a speeding ticket I got like ages ago. Y'all, I don't even have a car right now, but I like rented out a car to go to a Tame Impala concert that was like three hours away and just to get a ticket 30 minutes away from the concert venue because I was just like so excited to get there. And then I found out that I'm going to have to drive back, get another rental car, drive back three hours that way to appear in court. So but then at the same day, at the same time, that's when we had gone viral on TikTok. And I was like, oh, wow, like our and I think actually we'd gone viral on TikTok and we launched our website. Yeah. So it was like, wow, like there are such amazing things happening related to the podcast that is like, you know, something to celebrate but at the same time it's like dang now i gotta drive so today like this week was a wonky week and we are in leo season so you know (laughs) not to blame it on leo season but i think leo season is going to bring a different energy Mm -hmm. and i think i'm gonna tap into you know self-confident just like diana ross vibes this season Mm -hmm. okay And I think this is going to be a perfect segue after I do my pulse check too into our topic, which is just like how to deal with life as it quite literally throws tomatoes at you, but also flowers at you and like everything in between because we really need to talk about it. Um, But I agree. It's definitely felt like big ups and big downs, Um, but I feel like I'm finally like I feel the halfway mark of the year Mm. in a way that I hadn't beforehand. Um, Like I just been cruising through the summertime and all of that, but then like just been doing a lot of like reflecting and thinking of like, Oh my gosh, where I was last year, like last summer. And then also just looking at the rest of the year being like, Oh my gosh, like booked busy 
and like what like what but then I think like the ups that we've had of just these moments where it's like oh my gosh I'm like a sucker for these these are like my awe moments but it's like when you do the thing that you know you took a leap of faith on and it worked out but it's like I could have never envisioned it to be this way but here we are and it's like this is step one and it's just like one of those you don't get them a lot what specifically are you talking about just that like the launch of our website Mm. you know was a long time coming and it just felt like this moment that really solidified every like a lot of the work that we put into this yeah and it's just one of those moments that it's like you don't get a lot of firsts like that in your life like you know we have it then it's out there so it's like of course we can't do another first launch you know what I mean like that's the first launch so it's like you get these moments where you're like oh my gosh I was stressing about this side or the other but like there's this beautiful moment in front of me yeah and like I'm just gonna take that and put it in my back pocket and we're gonna hold that one on hold on to that one and I think you're right like it does perfectly lead us into into today's episode because For so many of us right now that are young and are watching politics, history happen before our eyes living in America, it can feel so overwhelming overwhelming and so burdening. Like even turning on the news today, seeing that there are, uh, you know, politicians voting against gay marriage, Mm -hmm. it's almost like like women's rights to mass shooting like it doesn't stop it doesn't stop the constant reminder of the climate crisis like it does not stop right and to handle all of that happening simultaneously with personal matters with getting into relationships with breaking up with ending long-time friendships with oh and don't forget you know the slack messages that your colleagues want your responses on (laughs) It, it just doesn't end and i think a lot of us are trying to make sense of how to live in this space yeah right now and Liv and i have been like just processing ourselves and this is a conversation that we really wanted to bring to everybody because you all know our number one goal is to foster a life that's in flow and in alignment and honestly we just have to talk about when those waters are choppy when there's so many environmental things like things that you have absolutely no control over shifting the basically the waters that are around you like how do you still ground yourself how do you still stay the course of healing forward like how do you still be in relationships when it's really hard for us and a lot of the human experience to just be able to hold both of those things at at the same time without being like if the world is burning then I also am but also the other piece of that is like to not be delusional and be like oh everything's peaches and cream when it's like ah but there's a fire outside there's like that meme with the fire yes the dog dog is just sitting there with the little coffee cup yeah so we want to get messy with you all to just unpack a little bit about how we process the state of the world and things that have you know really been sitting heavy on our hearts and how do we maintain our healing and like our grounding through it all yeah and one thing that I think you're always saying when you're like when you might hear someone be like oh like you know I'm just feeling very like 
lethargic or I'm feeling depressed, I'm feeling sad, you're like, it makes sense. It makes, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> like when you look at what's going on in the world, like, yeah, like you're not processing your, you're, like we're all becoming yeah. numb. And we recently went to, uh, went to go see Amanda Seals and, um, oh her comedy gosh, show. It was so good. Her yes. Comedy was so good. It, it was so great. Love Amanda, Amanda. And one thing that she like started off the show talking about was gun control. And it's crazy because we were also, we were having a conversation on gun control right before we went and gun control is something that the, or the lack thereof of gun control is something that I think of every single time I leave the house. Yeah. Like I'm constantly thinking like, okay, it's a risk going outside because gun, like anyone could have a gun and I could be in a space and that's not even having a pessimistic attitude. It's something that, I have to really think about and when I think about my future it's kind of hard to think about having kids in a space and live in a space where there are supreme court justices like overturning like you know cases that we thought were completely settled and done and then also not regulating guns and and the world in America just feels super heavy so it's like okay what's the next step move to Canada like what are we going to do in the long run? But since I'm such a family oriented person, like the idea of leaving my family behind at the cost of like wanting to start my own family and thinking about the safety is hard. And I recently started therapy because I've gone through so much change in the past, like six months and and past hour. (laughs) Yes. And, and I wasn't really like accounting for how much change in my life has really happened and, and how I can like, make sense of it and I'm honestly in the process of still trying to solidify a therapist because I've already had two and I didn't really gel with either of them super well so I've got another one um this upcoming week that I'm hoping will help because I've heard such great things yeah about therapy so what was the moment for you that you were like this has crossed the threshold of like the state of the world and just like reading headlines to mean like, this is actually causing me, this potentially is causing me like anxiety in my life. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. where, cause I think that's the thing, like, and that's, you know, a byproduct of how we engage with content. You know, it's so cyclical. Something's only on the news, you yeah. know, news cycle for so long, but it's like, at what point do you pause and say, I think I'm not processing all of this. Or I think this is actually having more of an impact on how I'm showing up in spaces than I might be actually accounting for. Yeah. Like what was there, is there a moment or is it just like, this is just something I can no longer get out of my mind and I need to talk to somebody about. Yeah. I think for me, given the fact that I was a political science major for a while in college and then I ended up dropping it to a minor, I was always super curious in how these systems like allowed people like Trump to run for president and to get elected as president and so when once I started to learn more about the systems and stuff, I was just like, OK, this feels like a lost cause. I want I don't want any parts of this. And I just kind of yeah. turned tuned it off, like turned a bit numb to it and started having more tunnel vision into like my immediate proximate um, like family members, friends. And I don't think that that's like necessarily the healthiest way to cope. But now since the Supreme Court, uh, since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, it feels like it's becoming closer and closer in my face. Like before I felt like, okay, maybe I can tune it out to a certain extent because obviously 
I'm still a black woman living in America. I can't tune it out. All of my experiences that I experience in the world are within America. Yeah. Are shaped by the fact that I'm a black woman. So I can't ever, I can't ever turn it off, but like I was trying to like compartmentalize it more. Mm. And now that it's like moving closer and closer and closer in my face, I'm like, I can't not see this. Like, this is not going anywhere. So it's time for me to actually unpack that. Yeah. And given the fact that you literally, like, your whole sphere, like, you're like, I can't turn it off. And I don't think a lot of people know what you do, like, yeah, as, as your day job. They're like, she just has a fire <laughs> Airbnb and she's got a very, you know, chill podcast going on. But how, how do you deal with that and give yeah. everyone context behind, like, what you do? Yeah, I feel like um, the OGs know that um, I am, have a gig in the racial equity space, Um as a consultant and trainer and organizer. And so this is definitely something that I'm very proximate to. Um, And it really is like deeply tied with how I see my purpose fulfilling in the world. And that's like a whole nother conversation, but it is one of those things that, you know, I'm, I'm confronting it pretty much every single day. I also work in education equity. So like my whole lens, my whole framework for how I interact with the world is to bring in this like structural understanding to think about how that's playing out in, you know, health and well-being and just like overall like human experience communities um, and things like that. And at the same time, I can say that and have a laundry list of books that I read and read and, you know, that coach me and how to talk about it. But that doesn't negate the fact that like I also still have that experience too of like you hear all of these things and you're still trying to contextualize them and you're still trying. But there's such an embodied experience to this. And I think even in a lot of my work, like there's just a little bit of a pause of like you actually it's it's almost again, it's the both and you quite literally cannot rationalize this to an extent. But at the same time, we cannot normalize this. Right. So I think that's something along with reminding all my friends that there is no expectation to be doing well right now. Like we can have pockets and moments of that. Yeah. But we also need to be constantly vigilant of the idea of like, no, no, no. The compounding nature of all of these things occurring has a direct impact, not just on black women, but quite literally our whole society. And that seems like so big for people to capture it. And I'm like, no, but we have so many examples of like things that have impacted our whole entire society in like a very, you know, metaphorical drop in the water. It turns into massive ripples. Like, unfortunately it is the Will Smith, Chris Rock slap that like, you know, turns into mass media globally. Like I'm like, no, no, no. There are plenty of examples, but we do have to be very conscientious to not try and pressure ourselves to process all of it. And actually to ask ourselves, like, how is this making me feel? How, how am I changing the way I'm showing up? Because my shoulders are tense because I'm thinking yeah. about this. Or like when I'm going out to public places, I want to ask, like, what is the safety protocol and things like that? Because the moment we just accept that, oh, that happened over there, it could never happen here, is the moment. It's just not the mindset that actually puts us in a, that's creating safety. That's creating the world that I yeah. think a lot of us want to see. So I'm also perfectly imperfect in the process of like how to make sense of the world in real time. 
And sometimes like it really gets me like it really gets me down. But then it just reminds me of why I'm like in this space because I'm so passionate about it. I feel like one important thing for us to all think about when we are like thinking about organizing and 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 taking down the system, whatever the case is, or at least I realize that I have to know myself and I have to know my threshold in order to help other people. Yeah. And you have another great like analogy with the cookie jar. Just go ahead, go ahead, drop, drop it, <laughs> drop the analogy. Um, I found this really helpful when just thinking about like that energy that you show up with in your day to day as cookies in a cookie jar. And I know I've like other people have gotten this from therapists and like Brene Brown also talks about marbles in a marble jar. But I used to say, I was like, I have 10 cookies. I wake up well rested. I have 10 cookies in my day. When my cookies are gone, I have to engage in my recharge. And for me, my recharge is going in my room with either, you know, myself and my favorite things or just being with people that are easy in my for my nervous system. Like they're very calming. I feel very peaceful. I don't feel like I'm heightened. And so the thing is, is like your cookies can get snatched in a multitude of ways. So you can wake up with 10 and all of a sudden you see that, you know, that report is due at three o'clock. There goes three of your cookies already because you're already thinking about that report. While you walk downstairs, you spill your coffee as you're headed to work or, you know, whatever, like there's two cookies, you know, you're making lunch. Actually there's five th- cookies. Actually right? five cookies. We're, we're down to two cookies now. We're, you know, so it's like you have to keep track of the energy that you have in order to be able to communicate effectively when you've reached your threshold. Absolutely. And then in order to be able to engage in a healthy way to say like, I need to recharge. Right. And if I continue to engage in this space, you might not be getting the best version of myself. And I think the other part of that understanding your threshold is being in community with people who can respect that Mm. and being in workplaces that can respect that. Like there's been plenty of times that I've looked at my team and I'm like, I know that collectively, like we're not doing well. So I care more about the people in this place than the deliverable. So what do we need to, what do we need to pause? What, what's the priority? So it's also being in community. And I feel like testing that threshold can also help you suss out, (laughs) you know, which community you feel really supported in and which ones might be really triggering to your nervous system. Right. And then being able to make, you know, choices to either exit those spaces or stay in them absolutely I I think that that motto that analogy is something that I really like think about often when I think about where I can give my energy to and just living an intentional life and one book that we've both read or I've started reading is the body keeps score which talks about how trauma stays with you and that we can't really shake it until we've learned how to process it properly. And so I think one thing that we can all do right now, one thing that we're responsible for is healing and is unpacking the trauma that we've experienced because it's not anyone else's job to unpack that. And it's not anyone else's job to teach us necessarily like how to, how to stop like people pleasing or like how how to do the little, like it's, it's up to us to really, make the initiative to take control of our life and and be purposeful and live an intentional life so then we can then focus on the community as a collective like when you're in an airplane 
they teach you make sure to put your mask on first and then you can help the person next to you and so we all have to think about that in our healing journey when it feels like you know the world is literally going to end and i think it's so important to do that and to keep reminding yourself you're just simply not alone like right. we get the privilege of there are some things Liv is probably more hyper vigilant to than I am. And there are things that I'm more hyper vigilant to, but it's like, yo, okay. If we're both looking out for each other and we're both know where our needs are, like we're going to move better in this world and in this space. And I really hope more people are having those conversations with their friends to say like, yo, like we're growing up, like, who we're around, the spaces and ways that we're investing our time and things. You know, you've talked a lot about how you invest your time just like with your hobbies and how you spend it, but then like also just in our professions life, this is our community. This is who we're growing up with. Like this is who we're doing life with. So I want people who are going to be honest, not just about how they feel, but also for a visioning for the world that we want. And it does take the work to get there. But I, and I think we can do both at the same time. Like, yes, the house is on fire. We know that. <laughs> but at the same time, this is not the first time it's been on fire. <laughs> and it, it feels like it's been on fire for a while. It's been on fire for a while. Like, relatively speaking, there's still so much opportunity. And I refuse to get caught in the, like, whirlwind of it all to lose sight of that perspective of that. In fact, there are so many things that just like I gave him a pull check that were unimaginable, but because if you held a vision, it it became fruition. And mm-hmm. so, and I think that to me is always a power of how, how much we can accomplish when we do heal and we heal together and we honor the collective. And like, that is what I'm so about. Like give yeah. me two cups of that. Like that, that, gr- that grounds me in all of this yeah. madness is being able to know that and sit in that and see that, um, even though the rest of it is yeah Yeah. we're all just trying our best out here (laughs) long story short and we're all responsible for the way that we we carry ourselves in the world as tabitha brown sister tabitha (laughs) brown says have a good day and if you ain't having a good day don't make sure you mess up nobody (laughs) Nobody else's else's. okay and i would say anybody who really wants maybe is already thinking about a lot of these a lot of amazing authors and writers who talk about living into this complexity and maybe feeling the wide range of sorrow and grief and but also numbness um adrian marie brown is like my go-to um incredible writer has many books on this um and then just authors like otavia butler and other folks who have paved the way during times in our society that were very similar yeah. to this and have very uplifting and um, like real. real words that that can really sustain us. Um, and then like the body keeps score, my grandmother's hands, if you really like want to dive into it. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, and Alex L. Alex L. Always James got. Baldwin. Yeah. Those are a few. And if y'all are interested in more of what Lexi does and the racial social justice space, please hit her inbox up, okay? Your girl, we don't ever talk about it. So I feel like people are probably like, oh my God, I have so many questions. People don't have questions on my job because y'all, I'm just <laughs> And yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty straightforward. But thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of the Black Girl Flow podcast. We hope to see you guys again soon. And like always, stay healthy. 
Peace, love, blessings. Catch you guys later. Bye, y'all. All right. That wraps up our episode this week. Don't forget to go check out Black Girl Flow Podcast on social media. And even check out our new YouTube channel to continue the conversation there. We really appreciate if y'all could rate and subscribe our channel. And with that said, see you all next time. Rest well, folks.